everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 302nd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we are going to go through some of your thoughts and concerns for Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 4. The season recently debuted over on Netflix. If you have not gotten a chance to see the show just yet, uh, please go watch it this episode I can't guarantee, but it probably will have lots of spoilers in here. So if you have not seen the season just yet, go watch it before listening to this episode. We opened up the phone lines and uh, asked everybody to call in. And we, of course, will keep those phone lines open. So if you do listen to this and you still want to comment more or somebody else wants to comment, please feel free to call in at any time. 732-825-7763. Or you can send us an mp3 from your phone uh just go to your recording app and send it over to jurassicparkpod at gmail.com now like i said plenty of spoilers probably in this episode and this this was a very very divisive season camp cretaceous season four it was either amazing or horrible depending on who you ask and uh i know social media has been pretty rough uh, you know, leading up to Camp Cretaceous Season 4 with all the spoilers and reveals and things that were necessarily uh, not supposed to be out there. And then, of course, the, uh, you know, the anger and also excitement out there for this season. It's been it's been a lot of ups and downs and a lot of debates and arguments, and hopefully we can all kind of find some middle ground here because there's definitely a lot to talk about with this season, whether you liked it or not. So... I'm very excited to hear what everybody thinks, um, whether you loved the season or disliked it. Uh, I, I, I know there's going to be some negative aspects here on this episode, so if that's not your thing, feel free to turn it off. But there will be a lot of positives as well because, you know, the season had kind of a little bit of both. So it's uh, it's it's going to be a very debatable season moving forward, and I'm very interested to keep that conversation going. And, of course, Please be kind to each and every person out there when you're discussing this season. Um, you know, everybody has their right to be angry about it or love the season. So, you know, find some middle ground out there when you're discussing this on social media. I know it can be rough, but I think we can work together on this a little bit better. Now, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some very quick business here. So we are still running our Jurassic Gives Back charity drive. That will be going until the 22nd of December. So uh, I believe it's like, yeah, it's like another week or so. So please go over to the links in our show notes or the videos in our show notes and donate on the, the page over there on YouTube. So the donation drive is strictly over on YouTube. You can help give back to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. All money donated will go directly to the Children's Hospital to help for, uh, you know, for the kids that are in the hospital, the families there that need the support, and of course all the research and everything happening at the hospitals. 
and uh, it's an organization that means a lot to me and my family, so we would love it if you helped give back in any way. None of the money comes to us. None of it goes to YouTube. It all goes to the Children's Hospital. So help the Jurassic community give back this holiday season by heading to those links in our show notes. We would really, really appreciate it no matter how much you can give. And if you can't give anything, which is completely acceptable, please share it around, spread the love, and let everybody know that we are running this charity drive. So... That's about that for uh, Jurassic Gives Back. We're almost done, and we'd love to see you guys help out any way possible. But let's move over to YouTube. I know a lot of people expect the Let's Talk Jurassic uh, every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but unfortunately, it's not happening this week, so there will be no Let's Talk Jurassic on the 15th of December here, but it will pick up again on the 22nd, where we will end that charity drive all together there live on the live stream. I'm very, very excited about the next one, but unfortunately, no live stream this week. But enough from me here in the intro. Let's go ahead and get this episode kicked off by hearing from you, the listeners, with your thoughts and concerns on Season 4 of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Aren't you supposed to be a genius or something? I can't get Jurassic Park back online without Dennis Dendron. Incorporating all the latest technologies. We shouldn't be here. And there's five dinosaurs. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? All right, so Lincoln. <laughs> do you like Camp Cretaceous Season 4? Yeah. Yeah? Well, what did you like about it? The rats! What? <laughs> You like the Brads? Yeah. Yeah. What did you like about them? Were they scary? I like the X Brad. The Brad X? Yeah. Which the big, the the dinosaur one, the big standing up one? Yeah. What did you like about them? You know? Because they're like extinct. They don't like, they don't break. They don't, yeah. They're they're like indestructible. They don't break. He was hitting them with a golf club, right? He was trying to smash them, but it didn't smash. Even the Spinosaurus, I think, tried to get them, didn't it? It did. Yeah. Well, let me ask you something. I know you were really, really excited to see that Spinosaurus, weren't you? Yeah? Every episode that went by, you were like, where's the Spinosaurus? You like the Spinosaurus? Yeah. Was it big and scary? Yeah! Oh, too close. Um, so, did you like the saber-toothed tiger? Yes! Wasn't it cool? Yeah. So, let's see. What else can I ask you? Um, did you like Cash? Yeah. Wait, what? You did? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you like about Cash? Cash. <laughs> I like. Yeah, I banged him. He what? He banged like. He banged the uh. He hit the Brad X's. Yeah. That's why you like him. Yeah. He's a bad guy though. <laughs> He's the bad guy. You're not supposed to like the bad guy. I like it. You don't like him? I do. You do? Oh my gosh. Who's your who's your favorite character? Who's your favorite one out of all the campers or or Cash or Dr. May Turner? Who's your favorite character? The Brads. The Brads? <laughs> what, what, what about Darius? The Brads. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And and okay, so let's let's talk. Did you like Kenji this season? You love Kenji. I, I know you've always <laughs> loved Kenji, right? 
I like Darius. You like Darius? What What did Darius do that was cool? Did he do anything really fun and cool this season? Yeah, I can't think of anything either. <laughs> he was, oh, he went swimming in the water. Do you remember that episode with the Mosasaurus? Behind him, there was a shark <gasps> in the Mosasaurus. Oh, my gosh. That was a cool episode. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was really cool. What about, ooh, you remember those little blue dinosaurs? One was called Angel and one was called Rebel. They looked like the Sinoceratops, but they had the spine like the Spinosaurus. They were like, you call them hybrids. Did you, do you remember those ones, the two yeah. little guys? Weren't yeah. they really cool? But the Brachiosaurus wasn't different. Yeah, Brachiosaurus was different. What did you think about that? They were trying to control the dinosaurs, right? They couldn't talk. Yeah, that was sad, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I remember another time when, when you were really sad. So the episode started playing from the wrong spot because I think I was watching it or something like that. And when you came to watch it, I, I hit play, but it started at the end of the episode. I think it was episode 10 maybe. And that's the episode that who's at the end of that episode. Do you remember the dinosaur that was at the end of the bumpy? bumpy? Yeah. And I remember you looked at Bumpy when we got to the, the end by mistake, and, and you're like, oh, I miss Bumpy, Dad. And you were really sad. Why do you miss Bumpy so much? Oh, because he's not with Ben anymore. Yeah, he's not with Ben anymore. That is pretty sad. Do you think, here, let me ask you this. Do you think Ben and Bumpy will ever find each other again? No. No? Oh, no. Well, we watched the, all the episodes that they have, but you know what? Huh. Maybe there's more episodes. We don't have them yet. We can't watch them yet, but maybe they're working on more episodes. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. So, so do you want Ben to see Bumpy again? Yeah. Would that make you happy? Um, let's see. What else? Ooh, do you remember the dinosaurs at the very end of the show? Do you remember which ones were there? Do you remember? Scary guys. They were spitting. Do you remember? Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> I said it like a second before you. Um, and you know what? Do you know who was running the whole show? The whole operation? Who? Who was the, who was the big bad guy that we didn't even know was a bad guy? Do you remember? He showed up at the very end of the season. No, it was Kenji's dad. Do you remember? But why is Kenji's dad bad? I don't know. I don't he, know. He used to be good. He did? When? When was he good? Sometime when I saw his house. Oh, when you saw his house? Yeah. <laughs> the things you remember. Um, yeah, you did see his house. The penthouse was in the last season, I think, season three. And he's, you know, he seemed like just a rich guy, right? Like he had a lot of money. But maybe he's a bad guy. What do you think about Kenji's dad being a bad guy? Would that be not good? No, not good. Not good. Anything else you want to say about Camp Cretaceous? 
Did you like Brooklyn this season? Yeah. Yeah. I like the Legos that we got. Yeah, we did get some Legos with Brooklyn and Ben and Claire, right? Um, no, that's not even in the show. Yet. No, she's not even in the show. Do you think Owen and Claire will, sh like, do you think they should be in the show? Yeah. Where are they? What are they doing? They should be in the show. Except uh, maybe in a new episode. Maybe in a new episode. I like that idea. I think that's a good idea. But uh, do you have any final review, any final uh, words you want to say about season four? No. Nothing? Well, thank you so much, buddy. I hope you enjoyed the season. It was a lot of fun to watch it with you. You and, and your sister loved it so much. You guys were roaring along the whole time and getting very excited watching along with us. So oh. thanks for watching with oh. me, buddy. Oh, no, he's eating my arm. No. Ow! No! Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Jared in Iowa wanting to give my two cents on the uh, season four of Camp Cretaceous. Uh, I tried once before, and it turns out I like to ramble, so I'm going to keep this one fairly short. Uh, overall, I thought this season was, was pretty good. Um, there were plenty of items not to like, um, especially, you know, the Brad and Brad X side of things. We uh, will not talk about that, but... Uh, you know, there there was a lot of great things with the character development that I really did enjoy, especially the focus on mental health, uh, the impact of, you know, being on an island for six months and surviving. How does it impact a teenager's mind? Like, what do they do once they get off the island? That was so intriguing to see. And I'm loving where they're taking the ideas of, you know, potential dinosaur battles uh, and how that could potentially connect with Dominion. I thought that was uh, an interesting story thread to follow. But overall, maybe not the most engaging season compared to others. Um, I think season three is still the best. Season four uh, took the series in a, a very unique direction, a very polarizing direction based on the uh, Twitter and uh, social media responses up to this point. But you know what? This is a, a kid's show. we got to see it from the lens of that and how it's being presented. And uh, overall, I think they're doing a great job. So... We'll, uh, we'll see what season five has in store, if this connects with the meeting, how, however that might be, and we will continue on this amazing Camp Cretaceous journey together as a group. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great day. My thoughts on season four is that it was very, very rough to get through. I feel like that the characters this season were very mistreated and that the relationships they decided to go through could have been um, looked at a bit more. I wouldn't mind season five or season six to be pushed back if it means they kind of take a step back and just look where they're going character-wise. I feel like it could have been a great season, but ultimately it was, it was, it was rough to get through. Uh, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Hey, it's Jurassic Souls here. I'm just calling in with my thoughts on Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 4. Um, going into this season, I was a bit worried, but coming out of the season, I was pleasantly surprised, actually. Um, I did have a few gripes with some of the advancements in technology and um, some of the things that happened in the season. I was left with more questions than answers, really, and it kind of bummed me out a bit. And, uh... Yeah, just stuff like that. But, you know, I got to give credit where it's due. I actually had a lot of fun as well. You know, the animation was amazing. 
the character beats were very strong and there were a lot of things that happened too that made me super hyped to see what comes next in season five and i honestly just can't wait i need it now but anyway i hope y'all have an amazing day you're awesome thanks again see ya my thoughts on the new season are very mixed um i did enjoy the plot a lot with man's course and everything it was the whole plot of that was very interesting and intriguing to me, especially that cliffhanger at the end. And I also love the new character, Dr. May. She's great, and I adored her. However, the downfall of this season was the bad writing for the characters. Um, for example, most of them weren't act weren't acting like themselves. There was a lack of character development, and Darius, aka the main character, is still being mistreated. And don't get me started with that romance for Kenji. Honestly, it was awful. It made me and a lot of other fans very uncomfortable because of their because we know their ages. And honestly that sucks because I hate to be uncomfortable watching one of my favorite shows. So overall the plot was good. However, the poor writing really ruined the season for me and a lot of other viewers. And I hope that the writing improves for future seasons. Thank you for your time and I hope whoever's listening has a great day slash evening. Hello, I just want to say that I really enjoyed Season 4 and that I really can't wait to see Season 5. There were a few things that I called out that they were right. For example, the robots being uh, made by Manticorp and Manticorp being there. And I thought that it was really nice. The only thing that bothered me was uh, Cash. He looked but it wasn't actually that bad because I thought that he was a combination of Nedry and John Hammond in the Jurassic Park novel by Michael Creighton. And what a great plot twist that the season four had. Anyway, this, the only also I really enjoyed the Spinosaurus. But I have to say that it's sad to not hear it's JP3 sound effects. Anyway, these are my thoughts. Thank you and have a nice day. Hi, this is Joshua Malone. And um, I just finished uh, Camp Cretaceous Season 4 for the second time this weekend. And boy, it's, it's wackadoodle, but in the best way because it just reminds me of all the tops comics and games like scan command and stuff like that um it's definitely out there it's definitely it always strikes me as interesting how long the idea of mind controlling dinosaurs has been at almost around as long as the franchise itself but um no nah, i think if you don't take it too seriously you have a lot more fun with it then if you try to make everything make sense. Hey guys, this is for the uh for the mailbag, hopefully for January. Um I just finished season four of Camp Cretaceous myself. Um I I enjoyed it. I, I did. There was, you know, obviously there was some weird parts. Uh but overall I did enjoy it. Um so slight spoiler, um if you're muting that. Um but I think it would be really cool if um, Darius's brother uh, finds a way to join Wheatley's group 
um, and we see a different point of view of them extracting the dinosaurs, that being the only way that he can uh, get to uh, Nublar to try and rescue his brother, which is the last place that he knows. And he's so desperate, you know, he's looking everywhere, and then he finds this group recruiting uh, to go there. I don't know, it's just a random thought, but it'd be cool to kind of see. Um, and I, uh, I don't know, I don't want to speculate too much because we know how that goes. Uh, but that's just one random cool thought I have that I'll I'll try and leave it at that. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day. Hey, guys. It's Jaroslav. Um, hope you guys have been doing well. I uh, just wanted to chime in on season four thoughts. Um, I guess I ended up liking it a little bit more than I anticipated. Um, just hearing from some people about uh, certain things that were going to be introduced and um just kind of, uh, you know, the letdown from it not being sorted on all that stuff that everyone's kind of been talking about. Um, but yeah, no, I ended up actually enjoying it. I think more so for the character development. Um, I thought the whole, uh, angle with, um, uh, oh my gosh, I forget their names now. Brooklyn and Kenji. Uh, I thought that was cute. Um, it's nice to see, um, these kind of dynamics, you know, for a kid's show where kids probably uh, learning about these things as they're watching the show, so um, something for them to relate to. And uh, also some of the, the um, you know, a little bit more disturbing things is the, the cerebral control on the baby dinosaurs and that kind of abuse was unexpected. And, uh, and uh, kind of difficult to watch, but um, yeah, I don't know, you know, for for, you know, an animated show, um, you know, it is what it is. There's a lot of stuff that jumps the shark, like, a lot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But uh, I just kind of, I don't know, I guess when I was watching it, um, I just was not looking at this thing as hard cannon, you know, that good word. Uh, I wasn't looking at it that way. And uh, I guess I just enjoyed it more for that reason. And, um, you know, it's its own contained story, in my opinion, uh, that just kind of dips into the canon or you know the the uh events of the Jurassic uh Jurassic World films so yeah you know that's it's a fine show for me in that regard um you know just because I actually binged the whole season in one sitting so I was like all right I guess it's, it's doing its thing but um yeah other than that you know um uh not sure exactly how things We'll tie into Dominion. Um, I had some ideas, but then after the season finished, I was like, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I'm interested in hearing what other people think, you know, once the uh, episode comes out. Um, but, yeah, I hope you guys have been doing well. hope you guys have a great holiday, and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Uh, hey. Yeah, um, I'm calling just to say uh, a few of my thoughts uh, regarding this new season. I really do think it's it's not the worst. It's certainly not the worst. And it's not the best, right? You know, it's not um, by any means as good as the first or third season. But I really think it's something special because stories like um, season four, you'll never see like in a mainline Jurassic Park film. Or, I mean, just... They're rare stories, right? They're stories that, you know, they're not told so often. And, you know, this is like Skank Command, now that I think about it. This is really uh, close to Skank Command's 
And I really like that approach because it feels a lot more different. It feels a lot more unique. And again, it feels a lot more rare than the other Jurassic Park stories. It doesn't feel as more, uh, as formulaic. Excuse me. And I also really like the character work that they did this time. But I also don't like so much what they did, uh, in terms of romance. You know, I get it that they're, you know, they're teens. I'm one too. You know, I got 17, but. When you are in a situation like this, the best, I think, alternative, if you're going to give, you know, a certain character a romantic relationship with another character, you know, it has to be good. It can't be forced, and it can feel definitely out of place. That's something I really didn't like uh, about this romance, but it feels good to finally have a couple out there in Cantacations because usually we don't never see, you know, you know, a, a couple, you know in these types of, of stories. And I really also like the idea that these dinosaurs, you know, were taken out of Isla Sorna. And, you know, that they're like legacy dinosaurs. You know, they're not new, they're like old. And yeah, some of them are, are new, but you know, the fact that they come from a place that we already know that we already have a history with, you know, with the Lost World, you know, Jurassic Park 3, it feels good to finally, you know, go back to at least some semblance of that, you know, with these animals. And another part I really liked about this uh, season was how Manticore was introduced and used. Because Manticore has been like a loose thread um, in Camp Cretaceous since I think season one. And to finally see that payoff of them, you know, having this entire operation in this Branley Island, which we still don't know uh, the name of, it's, it's very interesting because it sets up a really good precedent from what's going to happen in the future. I really just like the season. It's not the best again, but it's unique. It's different. And I really like that approach um, in Jurassic stories. So anyway, uh, that's that's my opinion. Uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to voice it here. Uh, good day. Hey, Brad, it's uh, Jared. <clears throat> so pretty much my brief thoughts on Camp Cretaceous. It was very much a mixed bag for me. Like there were, like there were some of the character moments I actually thought were much better this time around. Like I felt like we actually saw certain character developments that we should have seen within the last couple seasons, but uh, didn't for some reason. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, like I think some of the character development was actually much more improved in this season. Although, with in the case of Cash, kind of wasn't too impressed with him. I mean, he felt more like a carbon copy or cardboard cutout of a of a Bond uh, tech villain kind of uh, persona. Um, I mean, like, I mean, basically, like, uh, like there was much more they probably could have done with him to make him a better character overall. I mean, still be like the main villain obviously but there's much I mean, there's much more development they should have done with him as for the overall setting well I mean that felt uh, a little bit more disconnected from the, the previous well from all the other Jurassic um, well content compared to what we've seen before I mean it felt more like a cross between well well, in certain aspects, like the the old Scan Command game from the early 2000s, crossed with uh, Island Dr. Monroe, and crossed with a uh, James Bond uh, villain lair kind of setup. So, I mean, like, and it was interesting. I mean, like, 
didn't feel that much like a, a Jurassic Park kind of setting, though, outside of the dinosaurs being present. Um, I'm still very, very iffy on the robots that we did see. Like, I mean, especially the Brad X's. Like, I mean, it's just their overall design aesthetic didn't really... Well, just wasn't doing much for me. And a bunch of questions about, like, um, well, like, why some, like, one with some of those designs for the Brad X's. I mean, like, the original Brad's kind of made sense aesthetically, since those are more related to some of the current robot technology we have these days, whereas the Brad X's, um, I mean, like, their design felt just more cartoony than anything that that would that felt like a genuine threat design wise even though they're supposed to be like x level brads and also i the and also like the the connections to sorna like <clears throat> uh, i have like so many questions like how and when did they acquire some of those dinosaurs from like the rexes from sorna i mean did they acquire the the like the actual specimens the living T-Rexes from well um uh, from Sorn and then transplant them or did they acquire DNA samples and grow their own Rexes? I mean is I mean, is that what they meant by acquired from Sorna? Or or like did they actually transplant a, an adult Rex and her offspring from Sorna to their facility here? And uh, also begs the question, just how many dinosaurs do they really have in this facility? And uh, where's their genetics lab if they actually grew the Spinoceratops hybrids? And um, so, I mean, like, those are kind of like a couple of my, my little questions there about Sorna. And also plus, well, like, what does this mean for the potential of other secret uh, facilities where other Sorna dinosaurs may have been uh, secretly transported to that we don't know about yet? Like, is this something that's going to be explored in just Camp Cretaceous uh, future seasons? Or is this going to be something we're going to see in Dominion? What? And, um, well, also back to an, to another little character thing. Um, the unveiling of Kenji's dad. I mean, like, that's, I mean, like, that could be the setup for some great uh, character um, moments and confrontations between, not just Ken, not just between Kenji and his dad, but also... How is this going to impact Kenji's relationship with Brooklyn and the rest of the group? And on top of that, too, if Kenji's dad was is the actual um, president or CEO of Magicor, why didn't he use any of his company's assets to try and locate his son, who was stranded on Nublar? Did he just quickly write his son off? I mean, like, as as dead, or like what? Like, what's going on there? Like, what justifications does he have for abandoning, abandoning his son to basically die on Nublar? Like, and how's this going to play out in, uh, well, in the, up, in the upcoming season? Okay, so I think that's pretty much all I can cover at the moment off the top of my head. So, um, well, again, looking forward to next time. Uh, this is Jared. Uh, signing off. Bye. Hey, Brad, it's James Ronan. Um, just uh, sending in a message about my thoughts on Camp Cretaceous Season 4. 
Um, I watched it the other week, and um, I was just really unimpressed with it, unfortunately. Um, it just goes completely wacky. I know it's an animated kids show, and we're supposed to suspend our disbelief in certain places. But it unfortunately does deviate from the canon in a way that's just totally unbelievable. And um, I thought one positive thing about the series, I thought was there was good character development and it was fairly consistent. But um, apart from that, I just found most of the sequences quite boring, especially after episode six. I felt like the pacing just just completely went crazy in terms of the sense of I just found it poor like i just felt like there was no the pacing was like sort of all over the place it was really dragged out then we'd have like an action sequence then it'd be a whole load of of talking and i, I was just really bored and it just like didn't keep me engaged um and yeah i just i was just really disappointed like i knew going into this season it was going to be a bit a bit out there but the, you know the robots the brad x's i just thought were ridiculous it, and, and just the fact of like the habitats and stuff that the different biomes like when you compare it to what was happening on Jurassic World which is a, a billion dollar theme dino theme park and Claire says oh the, the invisible fences have failed again you compare that to what's in this series and it's just like we've got holographic habitat tech that's just working perfectly the drones are working for the most part perfectly same with the robots there was too many robots not enough dinosaurs and it just no, nothing was explained either. This is the thing, like the, the saber-toothed cat gets introduced, no explanation as to why it's there. And some of the other dinosaurs as well. And it, there were so many references to other things as well. In the first episode, there were like four references to Jaws, as well as a reference to Titanic and a reference to the Meg in terms of action sequences that were going on. It was just far too much of like references to other franchises instead of it being its own thing which I really picked up on and I think that's why I didn't engage with it. I know for kids, I'll be really interested to find out what kids and young people think of the series because I feel like it deviates completely from the past seasons. Um, I did enjoy the characters. The characters were good. It's just, I just found the pacing just really poor and, and from episode six to 11. And I, I just felt like they just, it was just going so wacky. I even suspending my disbelief and trying to enjoy it for what it was. I was still like this it's just lost the dressingness of what it's supposed to be and I've been hearing people saying oh you just need to treat it as you know separate from the Jurassic canon but it's a part it's supposed to be a part of it this is the thing it's like you shouldn't be like I'm trying to like base it on what the series is actually going through from out all the seasons and they're all interconnected but then to chuck in an island that's so close to Nublar when it's just like how the kids have stumbled upon it and nobody else has I just felt it was pretty unbelievable. I hope everyone else enjoyed it, though. I'd give it a 3 out of 10. But I hope everyone else enjoyed it. Um, I'll be interested to hear what other people's thoughts on the podcast are. Howdy, JP Podcast. This is Siaka, and I absolutely love Season 4. When the franchise revived back in 2015, there was literally only one thing I wanted, and for them to canonize the video game Jurassic Park 3 Scan Command. It came out in 2001. It was a video game where InGen was forcing dinosaurs to fight. They had a tablet that used vocal recordings to control dinosaurs. There was like dinosaur mind control going on. There was human clones, it had the works. And this season gave me pretty much everything I wanted, everything I've been asking for since then. So to me, it's nothing less than perfect. Like legitimately, 
The only thing from that game that is now missing from the canon, superhuman clones and ancient ruins depicting the dinosaurs as Mayan gods. So holding out for season five to add those remaining things, it could be superhuman clones versus Brad X's and it'll be the best thing ever. Like this season might have been the greatest piece of television ever. Perhaps the greatest thing ever fabricated by humanity. You know, millions and millions of years of evolution have led to this point and it's not a disappointment. It's perfect. And that would be my totally objective review of season four. Thank you so, so much for listening to the 302nd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. This one goes out to each and every one of you for calling in this past week uh, to discuss your feel your feelings on Camp Cretaceous Season 4. I know it's been a tough one to get out there and a tough one to get your feelings off your chest, but we're all in this together. We're Jurassic fans, and we got to respect each other's thoughts and concerns. There's plenty of valid uh, critiques out there and a lot of valid love as well, so please... Do your best to be kind to each and every person out there. And again, I, I love the fact that people reached out to us, called our voicemail line, or sent us MP3s. It is always so exciting to hear from anybody out there. And especially when something like this happens, where a new season debuts, or the movies come out, or a game. We get to hear from so many new people that either track down the podcast via, uh, you know, just searching for Jurassic Park or King Cretaceous on their podcasting apps, or found a post from ours over on social media or just found our website or whatever it's very exciting to hear from all the new people out there each and every time something like this happens something new pops up so thank you to anybody out there who called in this past week we really really appreciate it but that about does it for this episode as always stay safe stay jurassic and make sure to be kind to each and every person you come into contact with whether that's in person or on social media discussing Camp Cretaceous. We really, really appreciate all of you. So thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Take it away. Saddle up. Let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732 732- 732 
825-725-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.